This podcast is part of the Batman Universe Podcast Network, hosted by the BatmanUniverse.net. Check out everything related to Batman and the entire Bat family at the BatmanUniverse.net, including news and original content related to comics, movies, television, merchandise, video games, and more. Also, check out some of the other unique podcasts that TBU has to offer. Consider supporting this podcast by becoming a patron on Patreon. Even $1 can go a long way in supporting this content that you enjoy. Look for a link over at thebatmanuniverse.net to offer your support now. And now, on with the show. This is Tim, former GameStop employee. My name is Dame, and with me, as always, is Tim. And uh, Tim, I, I I do have a question for you. Uh, a GameStop question? GameStop. Yeah, yeah. All right, so when it. you were a an employee of GameStop, when you guys used to have sales on a game, let's say you had a sale on. Madden, right? The the a Madden game, right? Okay. W- would you keep on promoting that until your stock ran out? Nah, not really. <laughs> oh, okay. I like I said before, yeah. when items were on sale, that wasn't the big push. It was always reserving new and upcoming games. That was always the big focus. Oh, so that and, that and suggesting trade ins. Oh, and suggesting trade-ins. Yes. Oh. Yeah, you see, I was wondering because, like, uh, I've been seeing game deals, and I've I've noticed that it's the same game over and over again. Uh-huh. And I was just wondering if, like, like I wonder if GameStop, I wonder if they just promoted, you know, sales on certain games just to get rid of their stock, you know, because they may be overordered or whatever. They really had sales when I was there. I mean, when I first started, they didn't even do a weekly ad. It was like a few months after I started when they first started doing weekly ads to advertise, obviously, some good deals and whatnot and buy two, get one free weekends or stuff like that. But never really made it a point to the employees where focus on selling this particular game that's on sale. Never got that mandate (laughs) from upper management or anything. So, so what about like strategy guides or, I don't know, controllers? Or yeah, those are always called the, the add-on sales. Uh, again, not as again not as big of a focus as reserving new games. That was priority number one. You can't let the customer, or I should say, you can't finish your transaction with the customer until you ask them, "Hey, is there an upcoming game you like to reserve? We got this coming out. This try to." Suggest something based off the game they're currently buying. If you know there's a similar game coming out later on, suggest that. So, so how would you put it if like somebody comes in and buys Madden, right? Mm-hmm. And then the new game is Final Fantasy. How 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 do you like sort of connect the two together? Can't so, can't really connect those two, but you'd probably suggest yeah. another sports game. 
or believe it or not, I would even get people to pre-order the next year's Madden right then and there. There would be those diehard really? Madden players who would pre-order the next one right away as they're purchasing, so wow. purchasing the current one. Really? Yep. Just for the reservation of the, the or the pre-order, I guess you could call it, of a game. Just to be safe, yep, they wanted to make sure they'd have next year's game good to go. Because Madden was always a big deal. It was like the first big game of the holiday season of all the big game releases that start for the end of the year. That was usually the kickoff, no pun intended, (laughs) to the upcoming big games that were coming out for the year. Yeah, but I don't get why um, they they pushed the the pre-orders so much. Like, like what does so, GameStop get out of that? Well, it's guaranteed. Well, not 100% guaranteed, because you can always cancel it. But, you know, yeah. potential for guaranteed sales, I guess, is a better word to use for it. The potential oh, of see. having that sale. I see. Well, uh, your, your GameStop stories never cease to impress me. <laughs> Glad they could enlighten you. Uh, I'm definitely glad I'm not working at this there during this period during obviously the busy holiday season with new consoles oh, yeah. out and I'm sure that I'm getting badgered with questions of do you have the PS5 do you have the Xbox One Series X nonstop. <laughs> yeah. well, it's funny, I actually, ne- I actually never worked there during a console launch. Really? Because I started two years after the PS2 came out and a year after the Xbox and GameCube, so I was pretty early in that console's that console generation of the PS2, Xbox, and GameCube. Uh, Dreamcast? Uh, Dreamcast was gone <laughs> by oh. that time. We, do, we would sell their used games, though, in systems, but not new yeah. systems. That went way fast, Dreamcast. <laughs> it lasted two years. <laughs> <laughs> I remember I got one the day Sega announced they're no longer making consoles and they're discontinuing it and the price dropped and figured everybody's will snatch one up. <laughs> Still got it somewhere. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, um, let's um, let's get to our Dragonite Rising minute by minute commentary because we're getting to the end. Um, I don't know how much. I think I said three, so two more shows that that they'll will be doing Dragonite Rising. I believe you said two, and I went one minute higher where I said three. So okay, we'll uh, see okay. where we're at. Who's more likely <laughs> to win that <laughs> prediction in this episode? Yeah. Um, but as always, grab your VHS co- copy, grab your uh, Blu-ray copy, grab your Laserdisc, your Beta tape, grab your... Uh, did I say Laserdisc? I did, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, grab your PS4 copy, I guess you could say, <laughs> Xbox One copy, if you bought it for that system. Uh, bought um, a system just to play The Dark Knight Rises. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Grab your uh, your Blockbuster membership card. Grab your Netflix physical subscription. Grab your uh, DVHS copy and the VH the 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 DVHS player. Um, and grab your our favorites and our VHS to DVD converted copy. So we'll that, always be number one. <laughs> yeah, always be number one in our book. Um, so with that. Like we say at the end of every, I mean. <laughs> wow, you're cutting the episode short today, yeah, Dave. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, well, uh, 
I, I was thinking about, um, do you think, I mean, you, you know, there's people that only play Nintendo games, right? Like, uh, they, they yeah. only play Super, uh, and I'm talking about, like, they only play Super Nintendo games or you know, the original NES games, yes. right? Um, no, like, no matter what console comes out, they, they just play the, they, they just love their Super NES. I wonder if there's people that, like, no matter what, comes out like what new media format they only like vhs so they have to <laughs> convert every new movie to vhs wow <laughs> yeah <laughs> if there is someone out there like that i would love to meet them <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> i want to hear the reasons why and just how they get their enjoyment out of movies just from vhs only <laughs> despite yeah. the many years now of enhanced quality <laughs> Yeah, so you can have one VHS for the movie and then one VHS for all the special features on the yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Creating your on the VHS tapes yeah. <laughs> to make sure you know what you're watching. Uh but anyway, um are you are you ready to I'm ready to I am ready. Okay, so three, two, one, hit play. As there seems to be some pearls missing from the manifest. Hmm, I wonder where they could be. And at this point, this is where Alfred is making his way to his cafe. You, this is where you're pretty much 100%. Yeah, we're going to see Bruce Wayne in a little bit. <laughs> I don't know, Tim. It's been a while. Uh, I like how Gordon just noticed the bat signal right there when he was kind of looking around on the rooftop and didn't notice it. I guess it wasn't his peripheral in his peripheral vision just quite yet, but it's, it's it still seemed lit, to be hard to miss. It's still lit. That's why. So like you have to wait for the sun to go down. Oh, okay, uh, but just the light itself, <laughs> like the lamp for it oh, like oh. on the rooftop. What was Alfred uh, drinking, by the way? What is that? Like a, like a espresso? <laughs> it looked like it. Did he say what he was drinking when he was telling Bruce that story in the beginning of the movie? Uh, I can't remember. Yeah. Well, we got to do the commentary all over again just to find out. <laughs> uh, just, uh... <laughs> but that's it for a commentary. Uh, we're, we're getting close. To that. We're pretty darn close to the end right now. We might make it in the next episode, I think. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this, is, this has been a a sojourn. This has been a journey. Uh, <laughs> but quite the uh, fun one. Then. <laughs> yeah, like every single little detail you you, you will notice. <laughs> um, but Tim, why don't See, you now the fun everyone... part is. I'm sorry. The, the fun oh, part is going to be after we finish. Go back to the episode where we first started this. I'll have to look up to see what number that is. I think it's when we're still in like double digits in episodes. <laughs> And then listen to each commentary one by one. <laughs> and the that's, offer that's, still stands. If anyone ever wants to edit them all together to have a full-length commentary yeah. <laughs> from me and Dana, The Dark Knight Rises, feel free. Yeah, I was just about to say, if anybody wants to patch it together to make like one long, big, long commentary, that'd be uh, a task. <laughs> be a, a task? task. Where you'd have forever have our admiration. <laughs> um, but why don't you tell everybody about our future topic for this episode, Tim? 
Yeah, so speaking of video games, as we were talking about just a few minutes ago at the beginning, Dane, I got to give you congratulations. You got it. You got a PS5. <laughs> just when so, we thought all hope was lost, you were able to get one. And I'm so happy. Now, do you want to, you want to hear the story about what happened? Yeah, so before you start, obviously our feature topic is going to be our reviews for the PS5 and in particular, it's premier launch game, Spider-Man Miles Morales. But Dane, yes, I want to hear the story how it seemed completely hopeless that you wouldn't be getting one probably until next year and you got one just a few days after launch. So let me hear it. Okay, so uh, Sony, bun- uh, they, they screwed up their their launch, their PS5 launch, right? <laughs> they screwed and up their pre-orders, they screwed up their launch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, sorry, the, the, the pre-orders, they, they screwed up their pre-orders, right? And they said that, you know, um, they're going to try again and there's going to be more consoles. Technically, that happened, right? So GameStop had it. I think that was the second wave. GameStop had it. Um, but unfortunately, they don't ship to Hawaii, Right. Mm-hmm. Uh, they they don't ship the console to Hawaii, so that was off the table for me. And then you know this all these other sites that I've never heard of had it. Um, like one you don't know if you can really trust. <laughs> yeah, like this ant online. Um, I mean, apparently it's 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 legit and it's good, and people should order from there, but. I, I just wasn't sure at the time, so I was like, oh, I don't know. But then I ended up, you know, trying to get on their website when they launched it. And their site crashed. Like, the, 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 there was no chance I was, I could even load the page, right? Like, you um, couldn't even put it in a car or anything. Yeah, so same thing with Walmart um, around this time. Still couldn't. I mean, I, I, I couldn't even load the page on my computer, so... There's no way I'm putting in in my cart, checking out, and getting that confirmation email, right? Um, so then the, the third wave was uh, GameStop again, I think. And still, yet again, I, I, I couldn't get one because they, they don't ship to where I am. So I even asked him, you know, okay, can I use your address, your, your address to... Uh, send it to your house so that you can send it to me when you, after you get it. <laughs> I mean, th- there are p- uh, companies that do that, freight forwarders and stuff, um, mail forwarders and stuff. Uh, the military uses that a lot, uh, the military personnel, um, but it, it costs a lot, right? Because you're asking somebody to receive something, send it to you, to wherever you're at. So that was off the table. So, uh, yeah, no luck. Um, so launch day comes. And I, I, for once, thought ahead of time. And I took uh, November 12th and the 13th off. Wow, just in case. Yeah, I didn't know about that yeah. part. <laughs> yeah, so the 11th was uh, Veterans Day, right? Um, so I had that day off. So I took off November 12th and November 13th, just in case. Um, so November 11th comes, 
and I think GameStop, Walmart, or sorry, Target, and I think that was it. I, th- I think those two sites launched early, um, or I guess not early because it was about um, seven o'clock. So that would be twelve o'clock on the East Coast, right, for me. Mm. Uh, so so they so they launched at seven o'clock my time. I couldn't get on Walmart site. I just could not get on. Um, and then when I did, uh, I couldn't, I couldn't, I mean, I could put it in my cart, but the, the checkout, I couldn't get through. So then I, um, I went to the target site and the target site, I could put it in my cart. Uh, but the, the target that I would pick it up at, because it, for some reason you could only pick it up um target i could only pick it up at is like an hour and a half away so i was like you know what screw it i'll just put it in there um i put it in my cart uh checking out and i get to that confirmation page and there was an error so then i go back and it's all gone it's all gone so then i'm feeling down at this point because I've tried twice on one day and it's still, there was nothing. So then November 12th comes and Walmart announces that they're going to have PS5 sales at 12 um, o'clock that day, uh, East Coast time, three o'clock, six o'clock, and I think nine o'clock. So they're going to have four windows of opportunity for you to get one so then i try at 12 which is seven o'clock in the morning my time no luck same thing i put it in my cart i try to go to the next that next stage of the process and it airs out i try it again and again and again and again i still can't get it so three o'clock comes same exact thing I i just cannot get through um and then six o'clock comes i think and like I try, or this is before, right before six o'clock, so maybe like five fifty or one fifty my time, right? Uh-huh. It's like I'm getting ready, and then I see a, a Twitter alert that says Amazon has it for sale. So then I just go straight to Amazon. The direct the the person put the direct link in their movie, and I check out. And then I get the confirmation, but then I'm not really sure because then I, I go back to the Amazon page, the PS5 page, and it said it was sold out. So I was like, oh, no, did I get one? And then I still didn't get the email confirmation. And, you know, I'm just what I'm just like, you know what? I didn't get it. I mean, I was too slow again. But then I finally, I finally got the email confirmation to that. Yeah, my order did go through, and I didn't quite believe it. I did not <laughs> believe it until uh, Amazon took the five hundred dollars from my bank account. I, I was watching my bank account. <laughs> for, well, it better be true at that point. <laughs> yeah, I, I think it was Saturday. Saturday they took the money out, and I was like, "Okay, I got it then." Because so that, uh, that was pretty similar to how I got it. Just seeing a tweet that 
having a link to Amazon and just being fortunate yeah. enough to see it right away and get it in time. Yeah, I mean, I, I, I was playing, I was playing Miles Morales right? when on the when PS4, I saw obviously huh? on the PS4, right? On the PS4, and I just so happened to look at my phone, or the alert on my phone, and I was like, oh, okay, because earlier in the day, I, I realized. Um, or I had gone to Amazon and I typed in PlayStation Five, and they took down their pages. Um, y- y- if you typed in PlayStation Five at that time, um, you know Friday, I mean Thursday morning, the twelfth uh, of November, they took down the web the 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 page. And I was like, hmm, that's odd, you know. So then I. I had an inkling that they would they would have it because you know they took on their page and you know everybody else has it. Why why doesn't Amazon have it? Um, and I was just fortunate enough to get it, I, and I, I still can't believe it. I mean, I'm looking at it right now. <laughs> I still can't believe it. It is pretty hard to miss. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it, definitely. I didn't expect it uh, that that it was going to be so big. Same here, yeah. I mean, I've heard and saw videos that it's huge, but you don't get a full scope of just how big it actually is till you see it yourself. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And, uh, you know, just tracking that shipment, you know, like like a hawk. Making sure it doesn't get get lost or whatever. Did you take the day off of work for when it was supposed to arrive as well? Just to be sure? No, I didn't. It was too too short of a notice, so I couldn't. But uh, had I known... Yeah, I would have. <laughs> hey, but that was smart. Planned ahead and it worked out <laughs> to where you yeah, got it on one of those days. Just, like just a random tweet. Um, like, like, I follow this guy because he posts like a lot of the uh, video game deals and accessory deals. Um, and I, I just said an alert, like, I want to say like a year and a half ago. Just so I could be, you know, like, oh, if there's a sale, I want to know about it. You know, I can buy mm-hmm. the game or the accessory or the what have you, right? And it it, it, it came through, so <laughs> I can't believe it. Uh, it's 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 crazy. The guy's name is uh, Wario sixty four. He he yeah, posts. I think, a lot. I, think I, know, I know that account. Yeah, yeah, he posts a lot of Nintendo stuff, obviously. Like a lot of Switch stuff. Switch accessories, Switch games, Switch deals, you know. So, yeah, I got to thank him or her, whoever it is. <laughs> <laughs> whoever runs that account. <laughs> whoever runs that account, I got to thank you because you were the lifesaver. <laughs> you were the reason why I don't have to deal with uh, uh, sites that don't load because their servers are overloaded. Um, you know, getting to check out, but uh, not being being able to get it, so thank you. <laughs> and also for recording this episode and just hearing me talk about the PS5 and you not have one, <laughs> I imagine it wouldn't be the most fun recording for I, you. So <laughs> I know that uh, that would have that would have driven me up the wall to yeah. <laughs> talk about. Oh, the, you know, Dual Sense is so great, and yada yada. <laughs> you know. <laughs> So yeah, that's awesome. So glad you were able to get one. Yeah. So once you got now, let's talk about the actual system itself. Well, can, can I ask you a question before 
before we get to that. Um, yeah. Do you know anybody else that's gotten one? I, I only know one person that's, or sorry, two people that, that have gotten one. Uh, just a few people who I follow on Twitter. I know we're able to get some, get one as well. But yeah, so the system itself, I mean, obviously we talked about the size of it, but just how technically how it runs and the dual sense controller. I mean, it's so far it's living up to my expectations as far as how it was being built as what to expect for a next gen console system. And before we get to the actual games, I mean, the biggest selling point I kept hearing about the PS5 from different reviews for it and kind of the, some of the big features that make it feel like a next gen are the loading times and the dual sense controller. And boy, are those delivering right off the bat. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Just speaking of the loading times first, it's just insane how fast it is. I mean, been waiting for this ever since the PlayStation One days where loading that was kind of our first experience with loading on a video game console and how long it would take. And you would think next console generation would get better and better and sometimes there'd be no improvement. But for this console generation, pretty much no load times is finally here. And it is fantastic. I can't imagine or I should say I imagine it's going to be hard for when I play some games on a current or last gen, I should say now, <laughs> and experiencing those load times is going to be kind of hard to deal with <laughs> after the more you play with the PS5 or an Xbox One Series X, just how quick it is. I mean, it's just talking about real quick in Spider-Man Miles Morales. Remember in the first Spider-Man game, how when you would fast travel on the subway, you'd have that loading screen of the Spider-Man sitting on the subway, sitting by yeah. people. That doesn't exist on the PS5 version of Miles Morales when you fast travel or fast travel. You pick a location you want to go to, you're there in two seconds. It's just insane how fast it is. And just no loading yeah, at all throughout the game. It's just incredible. Yeah, it's like a quick quick little cutscene of I don't know, Miles doing a backflip or being invisible and somebody bumping into him. But it is nothing like uh, the PS4. Especially with games like uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla and uh, Watch Dogs Legion, I, I could not believe how fast it was. Uh, on PS4, it was close to like a minute and a half, I want to say, for both those games to load. Uh, especially when you're loading into the game for the first time, because that's to load everything that you need. Mm. Um, but with the PS5, it is, I, I couldn't believe it. I, I looked down and I looked back up and I was loaded into the game completely. Uh, it, it, it's, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's kind of amazing. Yeah. Especially for anyone who's played games as long as we have, like I said, going back to the very first PlayStation, it's just, like I said, can't believe that moment is finally here for a video game console. It's just, incredible when waiting so long for that and it's going to be hard to go back to anything else with loading <laughs> because i definitely going to play the new zelda um hyrule warriors calamity ganon after i finished uh, spider-man miles morales and i imagine the worst part about going back to that is just going to be the loading times <laughs> and just going man come on i'm just so used to instant gameplay action now so yeah. it's just insane how good it is but yeah i think from um from the 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 home of the PS5, the home screen of the PS5, to launching the game, 
think it's only like 18 to 20 seconds. Like uh, it doesn't even you, feel that long, really. Yeah, <laughs> it might even be quicker yeah. than that. It's it's like you're at the home page, you click on the game, you click on your continue or whatever, and you're just in there yep. already. So yeah, it's, that's going to be the first thing you notice about the system yeah. right away. But then the other big feature that a lot of reviews I was seeing of that surprised a lot of people were or was the DualSense controller for the PS5. And it's kind of the first PlayStation system that's breaking tradition as far as having the most drastic change in design for a controller. Obviously, there were some enhancements and adjustments uh, for every new console for the PlayStation, but the basic design was always pretty much the same for the PlayStation DualShock controller. This one is probably the biggest change as far as it's how it looks, but it still feels great in your hands. Um, it feels like you're holding a PlayStation controller still. But I was curious to see if the DualSense features would be as great as everyone was saying it was. And when I first was playing Spider-Man, Miles Morales, I could tell a difference. It felt good, but it wasn't blowing me away or thinking this is what everyone was kind of making a big deal about. But then when you play in the preloaded game, that's kind of like a tech demo for the PS5 DualSense controller. I believe it's Astro's Playroom is what it's called. And boy, does that game really show just what the Dual the DualSense controller can do if the developers decide to utilize all its features. Because it is definitely an immersive experience like no other controller can do. The way it has that feedback and vibration for the different environments that you're in, the different terrain that you're walking on, wind blowing, um, you go across the different levels, and the way it utilizes the microphone. I didn't even realize there was going to be a microphone <laughs> in there. Uh, I probably just missed people talking about that or forgot about it. But once they kind of had you do a section in that game where you had to blow into it to create a gust of wind to turn a windmill or something, <laughs> it was like, oh, didn't realize it was going to have this feature. But boy, it's just really cool to get that sense of immersion with the feedback that controller gives you, especially in levels in the Astro Boys Playroom where it's raindrops. That was the biggest one for me where it's raining and you just feel the drops on your hand that the controller is making that motion. It just really captures that feel and walking against sand and how that feels different from walking against grass. It just really captures that the different environments in that dual sense controller that was really impressive and the game is actually pretty fun too it's just kind of a nice i haven't finished it yet but you collect different objects of the playstation consoles histories which is pretty cool so you're kind of building this museum of playstation consoles uh past <laughs> like the, the systems controllers memory cards all that stuff so it's a pretty cool uh built-in game to kind of get you familiar with what the dual sense controller can offer and just from the first level i played it really showed how impressive that controller can be if utilized right. So I definitely agree with those reviews and when they were saying that maybe the biggest game changer for the PS5 at this point is the DualSense controller. It is really cool. Yeah, and I I don't know if you've played it, but um, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. No, I haven't. Um, the, the DualSense really makes it more realistic. Um, you know, when you, you bring the gun up to the iron sights, there's... Mm a lot of resistance like almost too much resistance yeah <laughs> when you start shooting that there's again it's the same thing where it feels like that there's almost too much resistance and it, i mean it, it's 
it's it's a it's a good change i think because um i i don't think i can go back now tim <laughs> i don't think i can go back to the door shock floor um where it's just you know it just rumbles in your hand you know mm-hmm. but um I, uh, another thing that should be brought up is the um the the faster downloading times because when i got it i, I was playing through um the astros playroom like like how you were um just loving the dual sense uh you know especially when you're in that that spring machine thing oh that's right yeah yeah like how how you actually feel the spring being loaded like Mm -hmm. being pushed down and then the triggers yeah (laughs) yeah on the triggers um so, so yeah i was playing the astros playroom and you know, in the background, I was downloading uh, Miles Morales, and I, I it must have been 30, 35 minutes, and it downloaded the entire game. Mm-hmm. So, another thing for me is the, the lightning fast downloading times, because I remember downloading one of the Arkham games, and it, on, on the PS4, when I... You know, I, I've had the PS4 for a while, and um, I remember looking at the, the, the download page, and it was like five hours, like six hours. And this one downloaded in, you know, like 30, 34, 35 minutes, you know. So, yeah, that, the, the download speed of the, of the PS5 was, it, it is amazing. Yeah, it was pretty quick when I was downloading. I downloaded Miles. Oh, I got the Ultimate Edition of Miles Morales. That came with the remastered of the first Spider-Man game. And that did download yeah. pretty quick as well. So that is great. And also, too, just the layout of the new home menu for the PS5 is just looks a lot cleaner and smoother than the PS4 one did. Just seem, just like how everything is compact and just laid out is a lot more cleaner, I felt, and doesn't feel too many things on the screen and your home menu. I think the new layout is really nice as well. Yeah, that's true. And um, I'm sure this is going to change, uh, you know, when the as the life cycle goes on. But um, I, I, I like how snappy everything is right now with the UI and everything of the, the PS5. Because, mm-hmm. like, with the PS4, it was, it, it, it was getting to the point where Things weren't loading correctly. Um, it took a long time for for things to load. Like, let's say you wanted to go all the way to your your game library right at the end of you know that that sort of menu bar thing. Yeah. So you'd go all the way to the right, and you would have to wait like 20, 25 seconds for that that icon to load so you can click on it. Uh, but with this, with, with the PS Five, it seems to not have that problem where everything loads correctly it's it's there when you need it um it does get i mean it 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 does have some getting used to i mean it's stuff that you have to get used to especially when you're in a game and you hit the ps button the the playstation button and um you 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 want to go home you you want to go back to the home screen now it's an extra uh button press Whereas yeah. with the P- PS4 controller, the DualShock 4 controller, it's um, it 
just automatically brought you back to that home screen. Now you get a sub menu and you, you can go to your game base. You can look at your friends. You can, there's this thing called game switcher. I'm not sure what that is yet. Yeah. I haven't really, I haven't clicked that yet because <laughs> yeah, it has yeah. a logo of whatever game you're playing uh, as that. Right. Cause when I see yeah. it, it has the Spider-Man yeah. logo there. Yeah. So that, I guess you uh, could switch uh, your uh, game from right then to there, I guess. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I guess so. Um, uh, another cool thing is it's a really, really little thing. So I was playing PS5 last night. Tim logged on, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and I went to my friends list and I saw Tim's name, Tim's uh, PSN name. And it there, there was a little icon next to it. And it, it showed that it, it, it was the PS5 icon. So like a console standing up with a controller. Oh really? Um, <laughs> That's cool. Yeah, yeah. I haven't and noticed that on any yeah, of my friends list. I looked below, and um, there was another person, and they had the PS4. They were, they, they were playing on PS4, so then it was the console lying flat and the controller. <laughs> so I thought that was that was uh, cool. Yeah, it lets you know what friends are have PS4s and PS5s. <laughs> yeah. And another thing too which is great about it. The system is super quiet. I mean, you can't hear it running at all like you would yeah. the last generation consoles, which is really impressive just considering how much power it's putting out <laughs> and its visuals and everything. So that's another cool feature with the system that um, is nice to finally have because the last few console generations, they were pretty darn loud. So <laughs> it's great that to finally have a quiet one. I hear the same thing about uh, the Xbox Series X as well. But probably the only big negative with the PS5, as far as the hardware goes, is its memory storage. Because I'm pretty much more than halfway out <laughs> of space on the hard drive that it came with. I, with both Spider-Man games installed, and I put Final Fantasy VII Remake on there. And I think I'm already down to like 400 gigs left. Wow. So I probably have enough room for just two, maybe three more games. <laughs> so... That is something where, depending how much games you're going to buy, you might have to delete and reinstall because they don't have an option for any external or added SSD memory, correct? Because I heard that was one of the negative features for its launch anyway, but I know they're going to have some later on, but as of right now, you can't really do anything about that. Yeah, it's it's something with the... um the external hard drive manufacturers like they they can't make one fast enough right now or oh. the connection isn't fast enough or something um for for it to load from the the external hard drive to um the, the ps5 so i think i think that might be it but but that was the same case with the um with the ps4 so uh yeah, i don't yeah. remember it for that it's, one it's, but... it's, it's to be expected yeah it's just still kind of frustrating that these consoles, when they first launched, they still don't give you good memory sizes. Like, come on, it can at least be a full terabyte. Ideally, two terabytes would be nice, but right. just one full terabyte. I mean, it's listed as, what, 800 gigs on the box? But in reality, yeah. it's only 600 after you know all the <laughs> pre-installed operating systems are on there. So that's still a little frustrating, but... Some I'm yeah. sure you'll be able to fix later down the line. But as far as the launch goes, it was something that could be annoying for, I know, gamers who are going to get a lot of games to play on there. 
Which brings me to the next question, Dane. How many games did you actually get for the PS5? Uh, four. Oh, wow. Four. Okay. Yeah, so Miles Morales was the first one I bought. Um, or, sorry, Watch Dogs Legion was the first one I bought. Then Miles Morales. Then uh, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla. And then uh, Call of Duty Black Ops Cold War. Um, okay, cool. Yeah. So before we get into Spider-Man Miles Morales, um, what are your thoughts as far as what, out of the oh, those three, Watch Dogs, Call of Duty, and Assassin's Creed Valhalla, which one stood out to you the most as far as being the best showcase for the PS5? It's easy. Um, and I would even include Miles Morales in this. Uh, it is Assassin's Creed Valhalla. Okay. That uh, I <laughs> that was uh, jaw dropping. <laughs> you know, to be honest, um, playing on PS4, there was a lot of like I don't know what you call it, graphical muddiness. I guess you could say where things just sort of blend into each other, um, especially when you're on a you're up high and you look off into the horizon. Mm. It. <laughs> I don't know. You see, I I don't really know how. To, they, <laughs> There's they, no words to describe like, it, huh? Yeah, it's like they tried to cover it up, um, you know, with rolling fog and stuff. You know, with fog and rain and rain clouds, but you could tell that, like, it was... okay, so this was made for PS5, <laughs> right? <laughs> and then so when I got the PS5, I could not. I could not believe how beautiful it looked. Um, just everything from like the the sun cutting through the clouds, the sunbeams. Again, like I said, like the the, the fog, uh, the you know rolling in, the rain clouds, um, the foliage, the leaves, the the trees. Especially like when you up close to a tree, you can see like all of the little you know pieces of bark. And where Bark is missing, and, uh, j- just the character models, and especially in cutscenes. This is what I really noticed, like especially in cutscenes where two characters are talking. With the PS4, the the lips wouldn't really match up, and the facial expressions didn't come through at all. I don't remember it at all on the PS4, but with the PS5, you, you could see little ticks, you know, in in, in the facial animation. Um, is sort more more akin to Last of Us Part Two, where you could see like every little wrinkle in everybody's face. Um, you, you know, you could see somebody. You know, when they're smiling, they look like they're actually smiling. When they're angry, you can <laughs> see you know the furrowed brow, and their lips match what they're saying. And yeah, the, uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla for me is um, is the it, it's it's the 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 best game for me right now on the on the PS5. It's it's just like every like the entire graphical upgrade, even the sound. Uh, and that's another thing. Like 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 the sound. It sounds better. Like it's it it sounds like there's more depth to to sound. You know where like you're in a forest it, it doesn't fit and tree falls right it, it doesn't sound like it's happening right next to you it sounds like it's off into the distance and there's layers 
to it. You know, there's there's animal noises, there's wind blowing through the trees, and you can hear it fall. You know, like after all those separate layers. Um, but yeah, it's uh, it's 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 a beautiful game. Yeah. <laughs> I, like, I, I, I could not believe the, the, um, the difference between the PS4 version where everything is like, so choppy and th- this is running 60 frames per second, you know, and th- th- there's no graphical lag, you know, it's, it's so fluid. It's so what I think, you know, the, the, they were trying to achieve it, it almost feels like uh, assassin's creed valhalla was made for ps3 and i'm pe- playing it on ps4 you know what i mean like it's it's a last generation game that i'm playing on this this new console even though it's it's a brand new game and it's kind of a launch title for both the xbox and the playstation so yeah that's why assassin's creed is my number one <laughs> nice now did you get all these games on ps4 first yeah and they come with a free version yeah okay so you're able to compare them all to the ps5 <laughs> so was that the biggest jump you would say was assassin's creed valhalla yeah assassin's creed valhalla uh black ops looks almost exactly the same i mean i i, I cannot tell the difference uh, maybe with, with, with the light beams and the lens flares and stuff mm. but yeah, I couldn't really tell the difference. Um, and Watch Dogs, yeah, I couldn't really tell the difference. Um, b- besides it running smoother. Um, Miles Morales, I can kind of tell the difference. Um, there's a lot more definition in the suit. You can see like the rivets a little better in, in the cutscenes. Mm-hmm. And um, like the snow falling. And yeah, that looks great. Like- I think that's it. I think that's it. That, or at least what I noticed. Um, yeah, so so Assassin's Creed is the reason why I'm sort of stunted on uh, <laughs> uh, Miles Morales right now because uh, I've just been, you know, engrossed in in, in Assassin's Creed. Uh-huh. Uh, and plus, to my um, I don't, you, you didn't play Miles Morales on PS4, did you? Nope, I was just saving it for the PS5. Okay. Yeah. My my save data didn't transfer over. Oh really? Yeah. Uh, I mean, it was supposed PS4. to. Yeah, it was supposed to on the PS4. Um, copy. You know how you can change between the PS4 and the PS5 copy? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it, it didn't change on that. I mean, it didn't transfer over on the PS4 copy on my on my PS5 or the PS5 copy. So I had to start all the way back in the beginning, but. I don't think I was that far. Uh, I had just gotten to the point where Prowler, uh, Prowler is talking to that guy on the phone. After okay. He, after Miles leaves. Yeah. Gotcha. Okay. So yeah, let's get into Miles Morales. So first off, you haven't beaten the game, you said, right? No, I have not. Um, so I've I, I I've been going around and getting all of the uh tech upgrades and stuff uh, the time capsules yeah <laughs> which really sucks because I, i've been having to I, I i've i've done this twice already getting all of this stuff. <laughs> so 
I wanted to try and beat it last night before we recorded. That didn't happen. I think I'm pretty close to the end. I thought maybe I could do it, but I was like getting drowsy. Like, I don't want to experience the final stages of the game. <laughs> Not fully awake and alert. I'll just save it. So um, right now, well, I don't want to get too far ahead of you. <laughs> so you said the last part was when Miles left talking to the Prowler after you got that sound sample? Or yeah. you passed that point? Um, no, I, I gotten right to there. Okay, so I'm just a little bit ahead of you then. I'm like the next mission ahead of you. One or two missions ahead of you. Oh, okay. So, oh, and that's part of it. Yeah, because I'm pretty sure, because I know, especially where the story is at right now, I think it's kind of feeling like we're heading to the climactic ending. But even going into this game, I knew it was kind of going to be a shorter experience than the previous Spider-Man game, um, just because by itself, the game's only $50. And there's obviously a lot of side quest stuff and gear and tech to collect like you said but the actual story itself is not going to be as long as the first spider-man game but um it's i'm still enjoying the heck out of it man i mean we obviously loved the first spider-man game it was one of the best superhero games ever and this one is just continuing that and just going from someone who is experiencing it first on the ps5 um there are moments where i could definitely tell a difference to probably what it would look like on the PS4 and or even the previous Spider-Man game on the PS4, especially in the cutscenes. Like you said, the detail on his costumes, I think this the facial animations and expressions look great. And then even some of the kind of cinematic gameplay parts of the game, especially in the first level where you're fighting uh, Rhino and you're doing that chase sequence through the mall, that looked great and just ran super smooth. It was just really really impressive to look at but so far i think we'll see what the final battle is going to be but i think the highlight of the game is going to be the bridge sequence that they showed off in one of those uh, first demos uh for spider-man miles morales that really made me think oh man this looks pretty impressive on the ps5 but actually getting to play that and experiencing it for yourself it just took it to a whole nother level of how great that sequence is. That is one of the best superhero sequences I think you're going to play in a video game. And I'm going to quote one of my friends on Twitter here, Chris Clow. Um, he, I think, described that sequence best. As fun as it is playing these superhero games where you're beating up bad guys, um, it's really all about saving people. And no other video game did it better than that bridge sequence in Spider-Man Miles Morales, where you got to save people from that collapsing bridge and that sequence really encompasses everything. Saving people, fighting um, your enemies for some cool action, and just trying to limit the destruction as Spider-Man would is just all there. It just really, really captured everything you love about superheroes and the superhero video games and just put it on display in such an impressive fashion with the graphics and what the PS5 can do. It was incredible. That was kind of my jaw-dropping ps5 moments and spider-man miles morales is the only game i have on the ps5 and pretty much the reason why i wanted to get it at launch and get it before an xbox because yeah, i said before how the xbox really doesn't have any exclusive launch games once halo got pushed back so ps5 was the way to go for me with spider-man and ratchet not too, ratchet and clank not too far down the line but man that experience uh, playing that bridge sequence was just really really cool and I'm just enjoying everything about it as far as the continuation of the story uh, from the first Spider-Man game. 
just getting to be in the shoes of Miles Morales and just how it feels like for him to be the hero of New York while Peter Parker is away and just getting his perspective and just seeing how he deals with the responsibility of that is just making for a really good and engaging story and just the pressures that comes with it as far as being a hero and some of the things you have to deal with. Don't want to give too much spoilers, but just how um, the enemies he encounters with Spy- as Spider-Man really affect his personal life with his friends and family. It's just making for a really compelling story as well. Um, so I am, I'm enjoying the heck out of it. And I think this is probably my favorite interpretation of the Miles Morales characters so far. I know Spider-Verse did a great job and that was a lot of people's main exposures to the character. And I haven't read too many of the comics um, with Miles Morales. I read a few of the crossovers and team-ups that he had um, with the Peter Parker Spider-Man. But um, this version, I just love what they're doing with him as a character. And like I said, how he's dealing with the responsibility of being Spider-Man. Um, because one thing about uh, the creation of Miles Morales and him taking over to Spider-Man that I always liked is him in the first comics in the ultimate Spider-Man universe where him taking on the responsibility of being Spider-Man because Peter Parker is dead and he is the only sole Spider-Man in that universe, or at least for a time and just what it's like to take on that mantle. And I always felt once uh, the character became more popular and then other characters were having, sharing the name Spider-Man, there was becoming too many Spider-Mans in the, one single universe or even in certain TV shows, I think in the latest Spider-Man animated series, there's like five or different, five or more different spider characters <laughs> kind of all sharing the Spider-Man or Spider-Woman moniker. Um, so I like that idea of kind of having like, there's the Bat family and Batman and then you kind of got the Spider-Man family, but they all kind of share the same name. They're all different versions of Spider-Man or there's Spider-Woman, Spider-Girl and Spider-Gwen. Uh, with the Bat family, they each have their own names, obviously, Nightwing, Robin, Batgirl. So this makes them makes the Bat family more different. But in the case of Miles Morales in his first appearance where he was Spider-Man because he was the only Spider-Man, <laughs> and that made more sense. So it does, even in this new game where you got two Spider-Man and they're both called Spider-Man, it's not where it's like Batman and Robin, <laughs> where one's the sidekick, one's the hero. In the beginning of this game, it does kind of feel like Miles Morales is the sidekick here. But once Peter Parker leaves um, on his trip, um, he really takes on that mantle of Spider-Man in a really cool way. So it's making it work, even though I like the idea of Miles Morales taking on the mantle of Spider-Man because there is no Peter Parker. Even when there is a Peter Parker around, that dynamic still works uh, really well. And when he has to step up and take responsibility when Peter is not there. So um, I'm really curious to see how the game is going to end with where the story is at and then what's going to happen to certain characters, how Miles will deal with that and just how it's going to change him probably moving forward as Spider-Man and continuing to work with Peter Parker um, as both Spider-Mans in New York. And we'll see if that still continues or maybe he'll go somewhere else. Maybe uh, in the next game, Peter will be in a different location. So I'm just really curious to see where things are going to be um, left once the game is over, just how it sets up future games in the series, whether it's a full-blown Spider-Man sequel with Peter Parker or another Miles Morales story. So it just, I think, really, just really doing a good job of showcasing of what it means to be Spider-Man as Miles Morales. Just some really cool stuff. So I am enjoying the heck out of it, and I'll more than likely probably finish it tonight if I, if where I at, if where I'm at now in the game 
is close to the end like I'm feeling it is. So we'll see. But man, it's making me really glad that I was able to get a PS5 at launch to play this game just from experiencing it as a Spider-Man fan and getting a new Spider-Man game, but yet also doing a great job of showcasing of how great the PS5 is uh, as far as being a next-gen console. Yeah, um, I, I really, I really, really like Miles Morales. Um, I, ever since I saw uh, Spider-Verse, uh, which I was hesitant to see, Tim, uh, because I thought it was just another animated movie that's going to be for a certain type of audience. Um, but yeah, that, that movie blew me away. And of course, with this game, I thought like, <laughs> I thought it was just going to be a, a, a reskin uh, Spider-Man game, you know, the mm-hmm. uh, based off of the original one, just with a different skin, right? Um, but I was wrong. Uh, the, 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 there are certain elements, especially with the combat, that sort of get repetitive after a while. I mean, I I, I don't know if it gets any any more different as you progress, as you get more skills, as you get more moves. But it seems like it's it's the the same as the original Spider Man game. Um, with that being said. I don't know what your favorite feature is, Tim, but my favorite feature, my personal favorite feature is Tony Hawk has finally come to Spider-Man. <laughs> you can do the trick. <laughs> you can do the tricks while you're swinging through the yeah. air. And, well, you uh, could do that in yeah. the first one, couldn't you? I don't remember. I, I don't I'm pretty sure so. you could have. You could? Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember doing it. But... <laughs> Uh, with this one, I yeah, I I really like just swing throughout the city. Again, I'm sure I said it during the first our, our, our review of the original Spider-Man, but with this one, uh, and it's the same thing with this one. Um, th- this has got to be one of the funnest, best ways to travel in a video game. Uh, it, it's so fun again swinging through the. Um, the entire New York City, um, yeah. So, so, so that's probably my favorite feature. But uh, another thing I really like is um, the Miles Morales spider suit. Uh, I, I, I thought it was going to be this cartoony thing because I, I, I only know um, Miles Morales from the Spider Verse. I, I haven't read the comics. Um, I don't know if there's an animated movie, another animated movie, but. Um, yeah, I, I only know his, his suit from the movie and that, that one is like, it's, it's cartoony, right? Yeah. Is that that Uh, a a cool trip though? When you select that costume in the game, it looks exactly like the animation style and moves like the animation style of the Spider-Verse. It's crazy. Yeah, exactly. And and it's the same voice actor, right? From the, from the Spider-Verse. I don't think it is. I think it's someone. Oh, it isn't. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, but yeah, the, another thing I like is the suit, right? The the Miles Morales Spidey suit. Mm-hmm. Not the first one you get. You have not the no, second yeah. one. <laughs> Those look uh, not so great. But uh, the the black and red one is the one I really really like. 
uh, it just looks really cool. And that's yeah. all I have to say about it. It just looks really, really cool and different enough. Um, but yeah, I've been loving this game. Um, not as much as Assassin's Creed, but <laughs> I've definitely been loving Miles uh, uh, Morales. At least I know what the Puerto Rican flag looks like now. <laughs> the the because it's it's every it's everywhere. I was like, what is that? And I had to look it up. I was like, oh okay, so that's the Puerto Rican flag. <laughs> and another yeah. great feature about the game is you got cat rescuing missions in this one. <laughs> <laughs> and I can't wait to get the spider cat costume because they had the that little trailer uh, a few weeks before the game's launch where you get. The spider cat suit, and you get a move, or I think it's a finisher move, where the cat in a Spider-Man mask will come and assist you in your attack. And I can't wait to get that. I read you have to beat the game first before you get that, so that's another reason why I want to beat the game really quick, and then I'll finish up all like the side quests that are on the map once I get that suit and can get that spider cat attack. <laughs> so yeah, uh, I'm just looking it up right now. Oh, yeah. oh, you haven't seen anything on that yet? Oh no. Oh, it's awesome. Uh, that looks funny. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, is that his arm or is that, or is the cat attacking with no, the, the, the cat is attacking, um, yeah. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, I want this. Because uh, you did I, the side I, mission I already, this. right, where you had to rescue the cat from that store owner? No, I haven't yet. Okay, because I was like one of the oh, early. No, 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 I, I have, sorry. Yeah, I have, but on my PS4 version. Ah, okay. <laughs> yeah, another cool thing is uh, when you're crawling through the vents, I'm not sure if this was, again, I'm not sure if this was in the original game, but when you're going through the vents and it's clear you're, you start off level and then you, you go up into, you know, the, the adjoining vent and you, your camera, camera switches so it it looks like you're just going in straight. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I really like that aspect of the game, too. Yeah, it definitely makes it easier to crawl around <laughs> in the vents than ever before and not feel like you're going yeah. in a million different directions. But there was a couple of times where, um, you know, I was, cr- I was crawling through the vents and I-, I-, I come out into a room and I don't realize that I'm on the roof. I don't know if it's it happened to you. But, like, <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> I, I completely forget that I was on the roof. And I was like, like, oh, right. I was on the roof the whole time. Now, unfortunately, the, I have experienced a few bugs with the game. I'm not sure if you have. But there was one instance where I was in a battle in this dock where all these shipping containers are at. And I went behind one trying to get away from some enemies. And all of a sudden, I was got trapped inside the shipping container <laughs> like i could see out of it but i couldn't get out of it i would see the enemies really? kind of walking around i couldn't get out of the ship the shipping container and i had to restart my game because of that because there was no really to get out so i had to do that one battle over again and then another instance happened where i started a side quest and all of a sudden miles stopped talking other characters he would talk talk to would be speaking i can hear him but every time he would talk there'd be no audio so I had to restart that. And then one time when I loaded just my save by hitting the continue option, it started me with my original suit. 
but yet it would say I had the classic Miles Morales suit equipped, the the cool black and red one. And then I'd be all out of my tokens. I'd be down to like one when before I had 100. So I'd have to close that out, reload one of my manual saves to get that back up. So it's not the perfect running game without its fair share of bugs, unfortunately. But nothing that's like a game breaker that's too frustrating because they happen few and far between as I'm playing it. But still definitely noticeable (laughs) to a point where it probably shouldn't be happening in a game like this. But other than that, that's probably my only complaint about it. Just a few bugs that needed to be squished. The only bug I've come across is, you know, when you approach something and or a a mission objective and you got to you have to press triangle. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Sometimes it would just be the icon. And like, no matter what I did, you know, I I move the camera left and the camera right and move it up and move down. Um, it, it, It wouldn't give me the triangle prompt. And then so I would have to stop the game reload it and uh it would be there so yeah that that that's the only bug i've noticed yeah well one a few less than i have <laughs> unfortunately yeah. but hopefully your the rest of your playthrough as you make your way through it is bug free besides spider-man yeah. himself <laughs> <laughs> oh also don't put your ps5 into rest mode that's another thing oh really i haven't heard yeah. Anything about that? Yeah, it's, uh, you lose um, save data. Um, it can brick your PS5. What? Um, <laughs> and it can crash the the operating system. Oh man! Yeah, well, like I hope, I hope an update is coming trouble. for that soon. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I, people are having trouble with that. So, yeah, just don't put your PS5 in a rest mode. Just turn it off for now. Um, well, I'm definitely glad I have now. yet to ever put it in rest mode. <laughs> so thank you for telling me that. And I remember when rest mode first came to PS4. I remember that being like the big thing. Um, because the PS4 didn't launch with um, uh, rest mode. You just have to turn it off just like the PS3. Um, and I remember like uh, when the rest mode came out for uh, PS4. I remember being so paranoid that um, it would catch fire. My, my PS4 <laughs> would catch fire, <laughs> or um, my my game wouldn't save, or you know whatever. But yeah, no, d- don't put your PS5 in rest mode. Good to know. So if you need to charge, thankfully I have. I just use the PC to charge my controller if my PlayStation's off. So. <laughs> oh really? Yeah. Don't have to worry about putting good rest mode to charge it if I'm not playing. I could just use my PC. So hopefully others have that option as well. Uh, with the with the uh, uh, USB C. Yeah, just the USB cable that it comes with. I just stick it in my PC oh. and it charges it. Oh, I see. I see. Yeah, because I'm I'm having trouble with. Uh, I have the PS4 headset and. Um, I'm just trying to find like a, and it's it's the just the regular USB. It's not the USB C that comes with it, that plugs into the controller. So, no. uh, yeah, like, and for some reason, my computer doesn't charge my uh, my headset. So, uh, it's it's swapping out USB cables from the 
the one that comes with the controller to the one that comes with my headset and back to my controller. It's the whole thing. <laughs> that sounds like fun. <laughs> it's, uh, that, that's why I've been, um, I've been looking for the, the DualSense charging station and an extra controller, but nobody has the, the charging station. <laughs> it's, it's all sold out everywhere. Yeah, it's usually the case with console launches. <laughs> Chargers are the first to go. Yeah. But yeah, is I think we've talked about everything with the with the um, PS5, right? Yep. So if you're fortunate enough to get one, hope you're all enjoying it <laughs> as much as me and Dane are. And if you don't have one yet and you want to get one, it'll be worth the wait. Trust us. <laughs> Yeah, still getting used to, to the Dual Sense. Um, it is a little heavier than the Dual Shock Four, um, which is, you know, one of my favorite controllers. But um, yeah, getting used to it. Uh, the handles are more like a like an Xbox controller. Um, a little so bit, yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I, I'm getting used to it slowly but surely. So yeah, I, I, I guess we can move on to um, our news and discussion topics. So, um, Tim, there's a new Snyder Cut Justice League trailer. Uh, I'm sure kind you've seen of. it. <laughs> I, I, um, still not impressed. I'll be honest with you. Still not impressed. Oh, I'm shocked, Dan. <laughs> yeah. Now, did you watch the black and white one or the color one? Um, I believe the color one. Yeah, the color one. Okay. Yeah, because it first came out as black and white. And to be honest, I was getting pretty excited. Oh, we're going to get a new trailer for the Snyder Cut. But when I saw it, it was playing the same Hallelujah music and starting off with the same footage. I was like, probably not going to be that much new footage in this. And there really wasn't. I mean, there was one cool new shot of Darkseid with his army of parademons that looked really cool. There was some new... Shots of Cyborg, and so, uh, see, I'm, now I'm trying to think if there's any too many other new ones. I only watched it a couple of times, but those are some of the ones that stood out, especially the Dark Side one. And they look great to me, it's still getting me excited for it. But this trailer in general wasn't anything that got me extra pumped for it because it was pretty much same old, same old. So a little disappointing in that fact that there wasn't too much new in this trailer, which I'm sure we'll get one as we get closer to its actual release but they did release some images that kind of got you probably more or got me anyway more excited <laughs> than the trailer actually did because we got our first look at uh deathstroke in the snyder cut and he's sporting a different look has more of a mohawk hairdo <laughs> than he did in the end credit scene of the theatrical cut of justice league and it's making me wonder are we going to see deathstroke in the actual current timeline of the movie or is it going to take place in another nightmare sequence where different characters are going to be looking different than we're used to because i think there's reports maybe that's where we're going to see jared leto's joker is in the nightmare sequence so i'm wondering if all these reshoots and these returning actors to uh, these roles are just going to be in the nightmare sequence so we'll see but that's still definitely look cool and hopefully joe um, I'm going to pronounce his last name because I'll butcher it like I always do, but <laughs> hopefully you'll get to play the character um, more times after this because he looks great. And even the brief little bit we saw of him in the end credit scene, I thought he looked good. Hopefully we'll see 
more of what he can bring to the role in the Snyder Cut. But he's definitely looking cool. So yeah, the trailer, nothing that really jumped out that got me super more excited for than I already am for the Justice League Snyder Cut. So unless you're into black and white trailers and movies, because I think Snyder said himself his ideal way to see this or his cut of the movie is in black and white. I've split into two well, parts. I know because I can understand that for certain movies, kind of like they did with Logan. But yeah. for a movie like Justice League, when you got all these colorful characters and their costumes <laughs> and their powers, to me, I would want to see it in all its vibrant color <laughs> that it has to yeah. offer. So I don't, I can understand the appeal to having certain movies be black and white. But for a movie like Justice League, I don't get that appeal, or at least not for me. I definitely would want to see it in color. Yeah. Uh, and and Zack Snyder needs to stop using Hallelujah for everything. <laughs> um, uh, it, it didn't work in Watchmen. It did not work in Watchmen. <laughs> and it doesn't work in this Justice League trailer. Um, Especially it, for the too, first two, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for the next one uh, that we get, I agree. Yeah. Hopefully that's the last we hear of the Hallelujah song. <laughs> and... Um, it, it's it's Justice League the video game is what is what it looks like. Justice League the PS5 video game is what it looks like <laughs> to me. But, I mean, there is so much CGI in that, and like um, it it just looks like a PS5 game to me. Uh, this is a little launch trailer for the Justice League game that um, I don't know Rocksteady is putting out <laughs> or Insomniac. <laughs> Boy, that would be nice. See, yeah. Yeah. you bring up a good point as far as a Justice League game. Obviously, the immediate go-to is Rocksteady for obviously the great job they did with the Arkham games. But now Insomniac and what they've done with Spider-Man, it's like, man, I'd like to see them tackle that too. <laughs> yeah. But probably best not left with uh, Square Enix and after did, or after the launch of the Avengers game <laughs> and how that went. Oh, did you play it? No, did I haven't play played it, it yet. Uh, oh. but I am not hearing good things. I think we talked about this before, is how it's kind of being considered a disappointment for yeah. most gamers. And even for Square themselves, I think they're losing money on it. Really? Yeah. They're losing money on the Avengers, on a Marvel IP. Yep. Wow. Because I was uh, waiting to get it for when it goes on sale. And it actually is on sale right now with the Black Friday deals for about $30. And But now I'm still kind of questioning, is it still going to be worth that much? <laughs> Just from what I've heard from... Uh, gamers who I know and interact with just kind of saying how disappointing it is. So like, cause they say the story's good and I want to experience the story, but it definitely wasn't worth the $60. And now I'm wondering, is it still worth 30? Should I wait till it goes down to 1999 or something? But we'll see. I might cave and still get it on it when it's on sale, but I just don't know when I'm going to play it, but definitely not at the top of my list of games to play as an Avenger game should be definitely not where Spider-Man Miles Morales was at. That's for sure. Yeah. Uh, supposedly that, that was one of the games, um, you know, that people were talking about, uh, the difference between the PS4 and the PS5 where, I mean, I guess when it launched on PS4, the, the Avengers game had really, really long loading times. Whereas mm -hmm. the PS5, it just, you know, of course, it just happens really quickly. Yeah. So, I guess that's, that's the best use for the game to have it be a showcase of how fast the load times are for <laughs> the current gen systems. <laughs> I mean, I, I would, to be honest, I was interested in the Avengers game, especially coming from Square Enix. But 
I don't know. It, it just sort of launched. I mean, it had all this hype. It launched and then it disappeared yeah. really quickly. And that has me questioning, you know, what happened? <laughs> you know, is, <laughs> is, is it not good? Um, but, you know, that brings me to another topic, Tim. I, I don't know how you feel about it, uh, but Cyberpunk. So mm-hmm. Cyberpunk 2077. How do you feel about that game? Do you, do you think it's going to be good, or do you think it's going to be one of those games you have to love or you hate? Honestly, I really don't have any interest in it. I mean, really? everyone made a big deal about it when they showed the first trailer at E3 a few years ago. Yeah. And I just, I didn't get it. it. Just whatever the visual, the style of it just didn't grab me like a video game that I would want to play and experience. And pretty much I'm at where if it gets glowing reviews and it's people saying this is like the next benchmark of gaming. It's the first true display of next gen gaming. You got to play it. Maybe I'll check it out. But right now I just really have no desire to play it. Just like the whole visual aspect of it doesn't appeal to me. And I don't not yeah. too sure much on the gameplay because I haven't really been following it and see what it's going to be like. So just nothing about it has really grabbed me. So I'm just kind of going to wait and see approach, I guess, for it. So I know a lot of people are excited about it. And there's some buzz surrounding it, so I'm expecting it to be pretty good, or at least as good as your AAA title games are supposed to be. But I don't know if it's going to be something that's going to be mind-blowingly good that I know some are kind of hyping it up to be. So we'll see, but it's a game I'm definitely not going to get when it comes out right away. Yeah, I'm, I don't even want to say cautiously optimistic about it. It's... It, it's been delayed and delayed and delayed and delayed. Because yeah. it got pushed back to next year, right? And uh, I think it's supposed to come out next month. Oh, okay. I thought yeah. for some reason I thought uh, it was twenty twenty one, but like it, I said, it, I haven't it been was following supposed to come it out this month. It, I think it was supposed to come out this month, but then they pushed it a month, and I don't know. It, it, I don't. Yeah. Uh, again, the the word isn't. I, I don't think I'm cautiously optimistic about it because it's been pushed and pushed and pushed and pushed and then there it, it's 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 like they're trying to distract you from what's really going on uh with the game because they're putting all, out all of all of this keanu reeves stuff right uh-huh. and i mean keanu reeves is just one of those actors celebrities that people go crazy for uh just like jeff goldblum um, <laughs> yeah, you're but right. then, but then, you know, yeah, everybody loves Jeff Goldblum, but nobody went to go see Independence Day Four, right? Yeah, or so, whatever it's called. Um, so, because it wasn't a good movie, um, so it, it's got me curious about why they're putting out all of this this Keanu uh, content, and they're not focused on the gameplay, how the game's going, you know. Um, this is how you itemize your inventory or whatever, you know? Um, yeah, just, that one just has me really, really suspicious, and I, I don't know if I'm going to pre-order it. But, well, you don't you don't want another Anthem situation, Dane. <laughs> so yeah. probably best not to pre-order it. <laughs> that is... And apparently they're, they're they're trying to relaunch it next year. Really? I don't no. know if you saw it. Yet. No. <laughs> like, why bother? <laughs> 
they, they're trying to relaunch it next year. Uh, they're trying to redo it. Um, I don't know why. <laughs> uh, just from a technical standpoint, I don't think it works at all. Uh, but yeah, it just has me suspicious. That's all I'm saying. I uh, hope I'm wrong. Hopefully, uh, I'm dead wrong on this, but it just seems like, okay, so they're pushing all this Keanu content and, you know, oh, this band is going to be in there. This singer is going to be in the game. You know, you can do this in the game. But then what about the actual game? Uh, <laughs> that's so, interesting. Yeah, I didn't really know that's what they were pushing. But if I was paying attention and saw all that stuff, I'd probably be suspicious like you are. Like you said, try and distract us with all the celebrity appearances and what the actual game's going to be. So, yeah, I guess we'll have to wait and see what how it actually turns out. Yeah. But anyway, yeah. Uh, our next piece of news is the Batman Soul of the Dragon trailer. A lot of trailers in this episode. I know. Yeah. It was a trailer week this past week, really. Yeah. But, uh, now, this one I'm excited for because just the premise of it, of having it be a 1970s kung fu batman movie just sounds really cool <laughs> and i like that concept when it was first announced but now seeing it in the trailer it's, i'm even more excited for it not only just for that premise but anytime you're dealing with bruce's training with the martial arts is something right that's right up my alley so i'm excited for that that we're going to get to see that aspect of batman in this film and it, mainly bruce because he was probably featured more in this trailer than him in the bat suit but the bat suit does look cool in this movie but just seeing him with other some of his fellow students who obviously Batman fans will be familiar with, like Shiva and Bronze Tiger. And then uh, Richard Dragon is um, kind of be a character you don't see too much. And I believe this is his first, uh, at least animated movie appearance. Um, and just seeing them train with the master uh, or the sensei that Bruce trained with and just kind of them being students who train together, I think it's a cool aspect that I'm excited to see in this movie. So... The story sounds cool. The animation looks good. And yeah, I'm excited for it. It should be out in January, kind of at the end of January. So um, I'll definitely be getting this one when it comes out. And plus two is produced by Bruce Tim, right? Oh, yeah. That goes without saying. So, <laughs> so as far as so me course. being excited for it. <laughs> Even yeah. though his track record has been hit and miss with these animated movies, because the Batman and Harley Quinn is probably the worst animated movie out of them all. <laughs> and then... His original story, uh, Justice League Gods and Monsters, it wasn't horrible, but um, I know a lot of people love it. It just was a different take on the characters that wasn't my favorite. But hey, with Bruce Timm's legacy and career, he's allowed a few clunkers <laughs> here and there. So it's not going to make me any less excited whenever his name is attached to an upcoming animated project like this one. Yeah, I was about to say, I can't believe what you're saying, Tim. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he, he, he's like your... Uh... Your patron saint of Batman. Right? <laughs> You're not wrong. <laughs> yeah. And plus, too, his name is Bruce and his name is Tim. I mean, so come Bruce on. T- yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it, it, it's, it's funny because I'm playing through Assassin's Creed, right? Uh-huh. And um, you play as Vikings, right? Yeah. Uh, Vikings from Norway. And then you um, sort of invade England. Mm-hmm ancient england right and so the english or the um the 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 people of england they're called saxons right okay yeah and so um 
the Saxons, which is British people, they call you, the Vikings from Norway, Danes. Right? Danes. <laughs> so like, yeah. So like, they, um, you'll be wandering through a village, and this uh, British person will say, "Oh, you filthy Dane! <laughs> Dane, you get out of here." Uh, that's well that must make the game feel even more immersive for you right (laughs) wow i'm actually hurt by what you said (laughs) i mean that's got to be as immersive almost as a vr experience you got the dual sense controller giving you all this new layers of immersion with how things feel the character actually calling you by your name i mean come on doesn't get better than that (laughs) this is this is true four five six seven d right yeah it's just fully version <laughs> for me anyway that's awesome yeah, <laughs> yeah it's, it's like get out of here dang so, so then you go okay and you turn off your system yeah. right <laughs> yeah. it's like all you danes do is screw screw with everything and so... <laughs> <laughs> um but yeah that's anyway <laughs> Anyway, um, it's an announcement that we knew was coming, um, or at least I knew was coming. I didn't think we'd be over this COVID coronavirus pandemic that um, we're still going through, and it's getting worse and worse with each and every day. And um, it's it's probably the wiser choice to um, and. I, I guess I should say that uh, One Omen is going to be on HBO Max for free and then um, in theaters on December 25th. Um, but yeah, I could kind of see this coming already because it's like th- this pandemic is just getting worse and worse and worse and worse. And uh, we saw with Tenet, that didn't make a lot of money. And kind of, if you really think about it, it fell at the box office. Yeah, it really did. Yeah. Because, because of the pandemic. And um, I don't know about you, but our theaters were closed. Um, yeah, that all my local time, theaters are too. Yeah, yeah. The entire time that tenant was in theaters, quote unquote. Um, so yeah, uh, th- this of course it should come as no surprise, right? Um, with, with the way the pandemic is going, it's probably a better idea to release it to HBO Max, and um, you know people can stay home, they can enjoy the movie. Um, sure, it won't have you know, that sort of X amount of dollars box office wise, but you know, what can you do? Right. Yeah. I mean, you just got to deal with the situation that you're dealt with. And unfortunately it never got any better for movie theaters. And to be honest, I'm kind of not surprised and surprised at the same time, because the part where I'm not surprised that is how things, the theaters weren't going to be open by the time December 25th rolled around and Wonder Woman would have a normal release. Um, So I knew they would have to do something, but what I am surprised about is that they actually are going the HBO Max route day of release. And that is awesome news (laughs) because I was expecting maybe another delay for the movie, delay it till summer, and then we'd still have to wait to see it. But I'm glad they're realizing that you can't keep delaying this movie I mean, I talked about it before once they announced this new date, how it's like its fifth release date now. It was originally supposed to come out in 2019, either November or December of that year. And you just don't want to lose the momentum for the Wonder Woman sequel. Just 
coming off of how successful the last one is. And if you keep delaying it, delaying it, not knowing when you're actually going to be able to have a full release, the excitement just might not be be there for it like it should be. Or you could argue, too, the other way, where if it is the first big movie release once we get through the pandemic and theaters are opened again, um, a lot of people would go to it no matter what because it is the first big movie and everyone's going to want to go. But again, who knows when that's going to be? And who knows even when the pandemic is over just how movie theaters are affected by this and if some are even going to be able to open up in full capacity like they would want to. So it just made sense for them to finally do this. And obviously I'm excited for it because I don't have to worry about going to a theater to see it because mine will probably still be closed by the time December 25th rolls around, but I'll be able to see it just like everyone else on HBO max. And it's going to be great. And it's going to be probably feel pretty weird. Not going to lie about that seeing a brand new comic book movie, especially one as excited as we are for Wonder Woman 1984. And just to see it for the first time at home is probably going to be feel weird. But at the same time, I wouldn't have it any other way at this point. So I'm excited. I'm glad Warner Brothers and Patty Jenkins came to this decision. I'm sure it wasn't easy for Patty Jenkins. I mean, even in her statement, um, you can kind of tell where she's, Still wants it so badly to be seen in theaters by everyone, and rightfully so. I totally get that, but this is, I think, the right decision just to have get to have everyone to see it, and because we're all excited for it, we've been excited for it for a while now, and it's just time to let everyone experience it. Experience it. So I'm excited, and just at the fact that you have the option for those who have theaters that are open and are taking the safety protocols needed. Um, like social distancing and mask requirements while you're in the theater. That's great that you have that option to go and experience it like that, but that's not going to be the case for everyone. And it's just good that everyone will be able to see it on that day. So I'm excited. It's good to finally know for sure to have a date to get excited about for Wonder Woman 1984. (laughs) I mean, before you were just wondering when we're going to see it, but now we know. And that's, it's good to finally have that feeling now. So the hype, can officially begin for it now (laughs) and we're just a little over a month out so it's going to be cool to finally see the movie so yeah it was a surprising news to me the fact that they decided to do this but one that i'm really glad they did yeah and i'm kind of glad they 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 didn't go with the mulan route where yeah that's a big deal too Mm -hmm. yeah because my mom wanted to see them the the mulan movie right Mm-hmm. Or so wasn't she couldn't go to, to a theater, and she looked it up on online and realized it was like what thirty dollars to see. Yeah, it? yeah, and she was like, "Yeah, I'm I'm just gonna wait for the for the Blu-ray or whatever the digital release or whatever." Yeah, it'll be on Disney um, Plus in December, so just a few more weeks. <laughs> yeah, yeah, um, yeah. I'm 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 just glad this Wonder Woman 1984 is finally coming out, and uh, no more delays. And everybody gets to see it, um, and they didn't put a price tag on it. Where it's like, yeah, I'm not gonna pay thirty dollars to go see a movie. You know, that's uh, it's a little above what I would like to spend. I agree, but to be honest, I probably would have done it for Wonder Woman. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I probably would have for that. Ah, <laughs> oh, really? I, I don't. I, I still don't think I would. Uh, well, listen, I could get people yeah, to go go in on it with me. Like, I can get one of my brothers to like split fifteen, fifteen. That's almost <laughs> as much as a movie ticket. So, <laughs> I guess, yeah. Um, but yeah, 
it's great we don't have to worry about that though and it is only going to be on there for a month which is fine um because yeah. i'm sure an actual 4k or blu-ray and digital release won't be too long after that month probably just a couple of weeks i would imagine yeah so so pretty much just like things were normal and you went to the movie theater right mm-hmm. just one woman 1984 would be in there about a month month and a half and then it would it'd be you know be taken away for another movie, right? Yeah. So, yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. By the time it, a month rolls around for a big blockbuster release, it's pretty much had its big run already. It's just a few screenings here and there, just a few people going by the time you hit that month period for when it's released. So, I totally get it why they would do that. Yeah. Um, so, Tim, after all of this, what what would you... Oh, you know, you know what we forgot to do, Tim? What was that? Our favorite video game controllers. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, I just saw I put that on the show notes, didn't I? <laughs> yeah, yeah, you did. I did. Okay, we oh. just forgot about it. <laughs> yeah, so this will be our review section. Except well, no spoilers yeah. because <laughs> you can't spoil a controller. <laughs> <laughs> well, we kind of already did for the PS5 dual sense. So. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. Um. I, I I guess the the um, the, the dual sense you know triggers are spoilers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the raindrop yeah, effect are spoilers. Yeah. <laughs> or even when you're walking on the sand. Yeah. Yep. Um, or or ice skating. You, you know, an astro ice skates. I haven't done that yet. So yeah, you haven't done. Oh to, yeah, you should try it. Cool. You should try it. It, it feels really good. Um, yeah, five. Our, our five, should we say? Yeah. Five okay, is always five, a number. Five favorite video game controllers. So, Tim, what is your number five? Number five, right off the bat, we just talked about it, and I'm going to give it to the PS5 DualSense controller just for all the reasons I mentioned earlier about how immersive it makes games feel, especially Astro's Playroom. The only reason is not going to rank higher is because it's so new <laughs> and I want to see how those features are utilized throughout the life cycle of the PS5 and hopefully it won't be something that's just forgotten and not used by developers so we'll have to wait and see but for right now the potential is just so strong for that controller so and it's already cracking my top five and it feels good too even though I said it how it is probably the most a uh, drastically different design for a PlayStation controller, but one that still feels comfortable in your hand. So, yeah, that's already in my top five. It's one of my favorite controllers. Yeah, um, I, I I don't know if you played the the, the level on um, Astro's Playroom, but one feature that I always forget that the PlayStation controllers have the Dual Shocks and the Dual Sense, or or or, or at least the Dual Shock Four had. Is the motion control? I don't know if you. Yeah. <laughs> nobody uses it. No, nope. I, I think I think there was an Uncharted game with it. The very first one. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. On the PS3. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, the very first one. Okay. Yeah, because no, no, no other studio, whether it be a Sony studio or otherwise, uses that feature. I don't know why. Uh, but yeah, um, my number five is the Joy-Cons for the Nintendo Switch, mm-hmm. particularly 
when you're playing Mario. And you can with the motion controls, you can throw his head, you can do all sorts of things. But also, with that piece of plastic it comes with it, um, that you can slide the Joy-Cons into and use it as an actual you know, wireless controller. I, I, I didn't think it would work, but I tried it with uh, Breath of the Wild, and I really, really like it. I, I, I know the, 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 the joystick placements are a little weird. Uh, it, it, it takes a little while to get used to with one at the top and one at the bottom, but um, yeah, I, I really like it. Uh, I, I, I really like the, um, the Joy-Cons, so that's my number five. Yeah, that's a good one. Definitely, definitely innovative and kind of yeah. game changer. So, which Nintendo usually does or has been doing in the last few consoles uh, that they put out. Some six more successful than others, like the Wii U <laughs> gamepad or whatever that was called, <laughs> where you couldn't yeah, even buy so, separately. So, I remember. <laughs> so, so that was the one with the with the iPad, the iPad controller. Yeah, uh-huh. sort of big clunky thing. Yep. Okay, um, so Tim, number four for you. Number four, I'm going to go with a Nintendo one, but it is actually going to be the GameCube controller. I really liked that controller, just how comfortable the grips were. And even the joystick, I really loved how the joysticks felt, both on the top left and the down right. Um, your main buttons, can, their shapes were a little weird, could maybe a little bit to get used to, like the X, Y, A, and B buttons. Um, those are probably the not the most thought-out layout, I would think, that Nintendo has done, but you got used to it as you played it. But mainly the grips and the joystick I really liked, and just the size of it, too, felt really good. And that was the one I think was a little weird, too, because it had your two triggers, but then you had the Z button at the top, um, which I know the PlayStation has, obviously, the triggers and the two shoulder buttons, but I think the GameCube only had the one on the right, which was the Z button, which was a little weird, but... Overall, I like really liked how that controller felt more than anything. It felt really comfortable, especially for Smash Brothers Melee. And I think a lot of people, and even Nintendo, realized that because of the fact that you were able to use a GameCube controller, and they made that adapter for uh, the Wii, the Wii U, and even for. Uh, um, now I'm trying to think. You could use it on the Switch, I believe too. But now I'm thinking because I don't have those adapters for the GameCube controllers, but I imagine it's just through a USB. So I thought I remember people talking about how you could use it on the Switch, but I'm just not 100%. Like the GameCube controller? Yeah, like if it's just a USB adapter that you could plug into one of those Switch ports and then use it there. I, 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 I thought it was a completely wireless uh, uh, re-release of the GameCube controller. Was it? Man, see, you might be I, right. I could have swore it was. I could have swore it was a wireless uh, re-release because people really like the, the GameCube controller. But I'm not sure. So, Yeah, yeah. N- neither am I. But regardless, it is a controller that a lot of people still love to use. So and I could see why. It's definitely one of the more comfortable ones. So that is my number four. Oh, I'm just looking it up right now. Okay, so so they do have a wireless controller. Okay, so uh, it is. Uh, a, a switch wireless controller, but also they have a wired one. So I, it, I don't think that's the original one, but yeah, I think they just re released it. Okay, that would make sense though. Yeah, 
Oh, yeah, so. now I know. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so my number four is going to be three. So DualShock 3. Huh. Um, that one I, I, I put towards the end because, yeah, it, 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 was, the, it, it was the first wireless um, DualShock. And, but the design was getting a little old. It, with the compact sort of smashed in their design of it. Um, so, so that's why I put it towards the end. But yeah, I spent so much time with that controller um, and just comparing it generation to generation. Um, so comparing it to the Xbox um, 360 controller, I prefer the DualShock 3. And uh, yeah, I, I just love the... Just the the sort of <laughs> I'm I'm gonna say it, but it it's not gonna make any sense in today's world. But revolutionary sort of wireless <laughs> thing, you know, yeah, I, you I, mean, I, yeah. that was a possibility. Um, but yeah, I, I I love the DualShock Three. Um, so Tim, your number three. <laughs> well, my number three was. The DualShock 3's competitor, and that is going to be the Xbox 360 oh, controller. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's a bad controller. Oh, oh I love, I uh, love the the grips and how that controller fit in the palm of my hand. It was like it melted into my hand. I love the grips of it. Work. It doesn't work, Tim. They now, need a big redesign on their controller. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> now the buttons, the D-pad was awful. The D-pad is the worst aspect of it. Yeah. And yeah. but just the way it felt, it just felt so comfortable. I really loved it. And just the triggers, the buttons, the joysticks. But like I said, the D-pad was the worst aspect of it. But I just loved the way it felt in my hand. It just felt so so good in there. And like you said, the whole wireless aspect, that was my first um experience with a wireless controller. Um, that worked really well. <laughs> and just how it had that home button feature, uh, which was something new. I don't know how you were able to navigate the different areas of the home screen. I remember, like you said, kind of funny to use the word now, but revolutionary at the time. So just all those aspects fitting into that generation of gaming, the fact that I was wireless, the home button, and I just love how it felt in my hands. So I love the Xbox 360 controllers, even though they obviously made some upgrades to it. But I just remember picking it up for the first time, just thinking, oh, this feels this feels right. <laughs> Okay, so my number three is going to surprise you, Tim. Okay. Are you, are you ready to be wowed and surprised and shocked? It's, it's the Virtual Boy, right? The Virtual Boy controller? It's the Virtual Boy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to remember that controller. What did that look like? I don't even know. <laughs> I just yeah. see it on some advertising boxes. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it is going to be for the Xbox One. It's going to be the Xbox Elite Pro Controller. Okay, I am surprised you, you picked him? that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I wasn't expecting any okay. Xbox picks from you on this one. <laughs> Look, it, it is a bad shape. It is heavy. And you've got to put a rechargeable battery in that already. I'm sorry, I'm sorry Xbox, but you've got to put batteries... It, you, you got to put rechargeable batteries in it. It doesn't have that. See, like, I didn't even realize that. Yeah, like because I never had any elite DualShocks. 
like the DualShocks and the DualSense. You know, I can't be playing Tomb Raider and then I'm in a big fight scene and I got to swap out batteries, you know. I got to go yeah, find, I, I got to go dig through drawers and find two double A's or whatever it is. Uh, yeah, it, 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 you got to, got to, got to, got to just put some rechargeable batteries in it. But with that being said, that is the smoothest controller I've ever used. Um, if you have not tried one, I would, it's, it's, and you love Xbox, it's definitely worth the investment. I know it's like a hundred. Yeah. It's $20, but it's definitely, it's, it's the smoothest. It's the snappiest controller I've ever used. It's, it's, it's a bad shape. It's a bad design. I mean, it's, it's, it's a bad look. (laughs) It's really heavy, but just, just going off the joysticks, the buttons, the, the bumpers, the triggers, especially the triggers. Um, and it, it's it, it kind of reminds me of the dual sense in a sense, right? Where it's like okay. there's some resistance to it when you're doing certain things in a video game. Um, it's smooth, uh, and it comes with replaceable parts. The, the 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 one thing I don't appreciate, especially when you're playing games like Street Fighters or Mortal Kombat or any fighting game, is the is the D pad. The the D pad is awful. Uh-huh. That's Microsoft's, Microsoft's biggest failing that I can't believe they haven't figured it out yet. Their D pads, they're just all awful. <laughs> yeah, but I, I don't know if you've seen it for the for the elite elite controller, but it's it's not you know up down left right. It's it's sort of a circle with with little indentions in it. Yeah, uh, it I heard it's supposed to be better, but to me it looks worse. Man, you're kind of confirming yeah, that. It, it, it doesn't work. And it's it's really sensitive. So let's say, you, you know, a move is back and then square or A or whatever, right? Or X, right? Yeah. So like you would have to hit that exact that back button on the D pad exactly. So you, or that left button exactly, right? So, um, yeah, it's it's not, and and you would have to hit it accurately because that thing is so sensitive that if if your finger is even a little bit off it'll be you know it'll mess up your whole match right (laughs) yeah yeah it'll mess up your whole combo or whatever um so yeah that that is not a good idea um but another thing i really liked um is and and a lot of surprisingly enough a lot of games don't use it um, is the the trigger where you put your um, the the there's two triggers on the left side and there's two triggers on the right side um, and they're underneath the controller so they're extra triggers um, and you use your um, your middle finger and your ring finger to hit them uh, I thought that was really cool especially when you're playing like a racing game it's a, it's it's definitely um, easier way to shift gears. So um, yeah, for me, it's uh, number three is the Elite controller. Even though I give Xbox and Microsoft a lot of uh, a lot of criticism for their controller design. 
So, Tim, what is your number two? My number two pick, and I'm this is probably going to be a cop out, but I'm going to say just all dual shot controllers, <laughs> starting with the first one for the PlayStation up into the PlayStation 4. Because, like I said, there has been some um, enhancements and improvements made to them with these console generation, but the basic design and layout has remained consistent and the same. And I just love Sony's approach as far as if it ain't broke, don't fix it <laughs> to their controller because that first DualShock controller was really, really great. And the fact that they continued it through the PS2, PS3, and the PS4, I I love that they did that because it really was almost a perfect controller design and layout and just getting new features added to it with each generation. But the basic feel of it, the button layout, uh, the joysticks, um, I do prefer the joysticks to where kind of how Microsoft and Nintendo does it, one on the top right one on, or on the top left on the bottom right. And with Sony's being both on the bottom, it does, if you're playing once just like for an Xbox for a while, then you go play a PlayStation game. Um, it does feel, I don't want to say it takes a while to get used to because it doesn't, but it is something that you notice <laughs> when you're going back to playing a PlayStation game just where the layout's at. Um, but it is such a great design all across the board, really. And obviously it, it's a testament to the controller and that design that Sony decided to keep that for a lot of pretty much all their consoles up until the PS5. Um, just to show you just how great of a controller layout it really was. So that is going to be my number two. Um, can't really choose a particular one uh, just because the main thing I love about it is the design and just how it feels in your hand throughout the course of its different iterations for each console. So it is hard for me to pick one. So that's why I'm copying out and just saying all dual shocks. <laughs> all dual shocks. So <laughs> my uh, second choice is uh, DualShock 4. I played a lot with uh, the DualShock 4. I, I love the DualShock 4. Yeah, the, the, the DualShocks really needed a redesign for me. Uh, someone that's played from PS1 to all the way to PS4, it, it really needed a redesign. And I felt like uh, DualShock 4 was the perfect redesign because they spread everything a little bit, a, a little more out. Um, and it didn't, you know, feel so crammed. Um, didn't feel like you were coming in so much. Um, but yeah, so for me, uh, it's uh, DualShock 4 because that was the biggest redesign until, until uh, uh, DualSense. So, yeah. Yeah, even though that was the biggest, it still wasn't a huge like difference from right, right. the other ones like I was talking about. But yeah. All right, uh, so for my number one what? pick, I'm curious if you're going to know what it is, Dane. Did you want to take a guess? Hmm. I'm going to say Super NES. Bingo. <laughs> 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 that controller is perfection for me. As a kid playing it, no controller felt better in my hands than that one did. And even now, obviously... As I grew up, <laughs> my hand size got a little bigger, and it doesn't feel quite as comfortable as it did when I was a kid playing it now, but it's still comfortable enough where it just fits like a glove, where it just feels like perfection. And I'm taken back to when I would play games to death on the Super Nintendo, like Street Fighter, and to me, that is the perfect D-pad, is on the Super Nintendo. Uh, the way that felt to execute all the combos and special moves for the characters, I... 
played Street Fighter no better than I did with that Super Nintendo controller. <laughs> there were some moments in where I'd be playing with friends where I'd be unbeatable. No one could beat me <laughs> playing with that controller. It just felt perfect. And it was the first controller that had shoulder buttons. Was I remember being a big deal at the time. And just going from the Nintendo controller to the Super Nintendo controller, it's such a huge, huge jump. Obviously, you're getting more buttons. I mentioned the shoulder ones, but then also you get two additional ones with the X and Y buttons. And I remember just being, wow, there's all these options and buttons to use on this controller. <laughs> and it just felt so right playing it for the first time and playing it throughout my childhood and all the Super Nintendo games I would play with it. I just love it to death. I think it's the perfect controller. I know others don't feel that way, but for me, uh, growing up playing that one, no controller felt more comfortable to me in my hands than the Super Nintendo one did. So that's why it is my number one and probably will always remain my number one favorite controller because no controller felt um, as great as it did while playing games and being good at certain <laughs> games like Street Fighter with that controller. So that is why it is my number one all-time favorite video game controller. You know what mine is, Tim? I was going to say the DualShock 4. That was going to be my pick. Yeah. But now that you said it was your number two, I'm thinking yeah. right now, is it already going to be the DualSense? Did that make the jump to number one already? Hmm. You're a, a, a few years off, Tim. Okay. <laughs> uh, um, I'd say about 25. By <laughs> four years, twenty-four years. Okay. Uh, it's going to be the Nintendo sixty-four controller. Wow! I, it, it's it's not a lot of people don't like it. A lot of people love it. Uh, I tend to be in the camp of loving it because that was the first controller that really, really wowed me because, you know, I, I was used to the original NES controller, uh, super NES controller. Then the 64 controller comes out and it's like, it has three handles and there's a trigger on the bottom and there's, um, these yellow buttons and yeah. <laughs> a, a joystick in the middle and there's these bumper things. Um, yeah, so for me, it's the it's definitely the Nintendo sixty four controller is my favorite controller because I I I just loved it as a kid. I remember playing so many games with the Nintendo sixty four controller, and I'm sure if I I went back to it right now, I'd hate it terribly, <laughs> uh, especially with the rubble pack and all of the accessories that you could you could get for it. Um, yeah, for, for, for me, it's, it's the uh, Nintendo 64 controller because no uh, no other controller. Uh, DualSense is definitely up there. It's, it's definitely up there. But, um, you know, in terms of, you know, the, how Sony sort of reinvented the controller. But for me, it it's definitely the Nintendo 64 controller because it, 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 it was something that I'd never seen before. I didn't think the controller could look like that. Um, you know, and like it's just a joystick and it's like, oh, so this is going to be like an arcade. This is like a handheld arcade, right? You know, the controller and the, the buttons and what do these yellow buttons do? You know, sort of thing. So uh, for me, it's, it's definitely the Nintendo 64 controller. 
Well, I am definitely surprised by that. I wasn't expecting it. But like you're right, yeah. it definitely is a controller like no other and it's kind of a lover or hate it type of thing, but that's usually what I am with a lot of things. I'm still I'm kind of in the middle towards it. I got used to it. It felt good once you got used to the layout, but it's still far from my favorite. <laughs> but it was definitely innovative, yeah. that's for sure. And you're I don't think you're ever going to see a controller like that again. <laughs> oh, no way. Not, not with the three handles. Yeah. <laughs> and I did love to, because I think it was the first controller where you got options of different colors to choose from it, too, which um, back in yeah. the Nintendo Genesis, Super Nintendo days, it was just the color of the system, and that was it. So to have the different colored options was cool, especially when you played um, with friends, with Mario Kart and Smash Brothers, like the, a lot of people did on that system that was built for multiplayer with the first system to have four controller ports. So I always like that, have to where you could have your personalized controller and everyone knew what the controller was, at least when I played with uh, my brothers and my friends when we'd have get-togethers and we all knew what controllers we had when we were playing Mario Kart or GoldenEye or stuff like that. So, um, yeah, definitely some cool features about it, but definitely surprised that <laughs> that was your number one. What what uh, color did you have personally? It was blue. Like blue. most things where I choose a color, it would always be blue. <laughs> Mine was black. We did besides have a black one. The original, besides the original gray one. Yeah. yeah. The original gray one we had broke after a bit. So eventually we all had yeah. different color ones. We had a blue, black, green, and a red one once the gray one broke. Yeah. The, the, the reason why I didn't put DualSense on my list is because I just have to use it more. Right, mm. I, I have to use uh, yeah, it. I have I to experience it more. I mean, it's it's like a brand new thing. I mean, it's it looks like a PS4 controller, but it, it I mean, there, there's so many new things. Um, but yeah, that that is our. Does your PS5 turn on when you turn on your TV? No, it's actually the opposite. My TV turns on when I turn on my PlayStation. <laughs> Really, like automatically, because I think because I have a Sony TV, and I think somehow it recognizes that, and it automatically turns on when I t- uh, turn on the system. It did that for the PS4 as well, so I think yeah, it's just yeah. something where it recognizes the Sony brand. Hmm. Yeah, but my PS4 maybe because it was old or whatever. But um, yeah, my PS4 didn't turn on my TV, but my TV now turns on my PS5. Oh, that's weird. Is yeah. it a Sony TV? Yeah, it's a Sony. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, I thought that was weird. But uh, anyway, yeah, that, that's our featured topic slash our featured end topic, review. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> slash review of video game controllers. Um, so I guess that's it for us, Tim. Uh, we talked all about the PS5. We talked about Pius Miles Morales. Talked about our favorite video game controller we talked about everything tim it's been a it's been a long show right it has what but, is, oh go ahead i was gonna say it has been a long one but one that deserved to have this fun discussion with the launch of a ps5 because it's always a big deal when a new console comes out and you're able to get oh, one on launch day it's such a good feeling so <laughs> glad we were able to share that enthusiasm and excitement for us getting the ps5 yeah and you know what I am I, I I got the PS1 uh you know the re-release of the P- original PSX right uh-huh. uh 
I, I got that on launch day. I got the PS2 on launch day. I got PS3 on launch day. And I got PS4 on launch day. Uh, even though there, were, there was only like two games that I could play. <laughs> uh, which was kind of a bad idea. I should have waited on that one. Um, but I am going to consider that I got the PS5 on the launch day. Am, am I... Am I wrong or am I right? No, I would I would say you could still qualify because you got it before it actually came out as far as ordering it anyway. But yeah. it still took a few days just to get to your house. But it's still in that launch window. Yeah. So I would say you're still good as counting it. Okay. All right. So I got pretty much all except for the original PS uh, PlayStation on launch day. So I'm happy with that. And... Uh, yeah, so your journey to getting a PS five had a happy ending, Dave. <laughs> yeah, it had a happy ending at the end. Um, unfortunately I can't say the same thing about Xbox three sixty. Right. No, uh, or you mean the series X? That for a while. Uh no, I I played the Xbox three sixty um a, a, a long time. I mean uh, for for a little bit. And then what happened to him? Oh, he got what happened to uh, three red lights? <laughs> yeah, the red ring of death. And then I changed it. And then I got the red ring of death again. And then I exchanged it again. And I was like, you know what? Or sorry, I'm jumping ahead. I got the red ring of death after my second trade-in. Um, and after that, I was like, you know what? I'm just going to stick with the PS3 then. You know, I, th- I, I think I'm just going to stick with PS3 from now on. I think I'm just going to stick with PlayStation as, as my uh, new generation launch co- console, right? And Ever. you stuck with it, and I, has it, I assume it hasn't stirred you wrong yet. <laughs> um, so, what is your what is your rating for the PS5 right now? I would give it a four out of five. Um, it's a re- really great system to, that came out of the box at launch. A few things that keep it from being perfect, like um, the storage space that should be a lot higher, and just a few bugs like that I mentioned in Miles Morales that I would prefer not to have happen <laughs> as many times as they did. Um, but as a system itself, it's just really great as far as showing what this current console generation is going to be with the fast loading times that you're going to be able to experience now and just all the detail in the graphics um looking games looking as good as they've ever been and with hopefully the innovation of the dual sense and what developers could use to make games more immersive with that is pretty exciting so just a lot to love about the system so yeah i'm going to give it a four out of five yeah i'm right there with you four out of five three you know what three and a half out of uh, three and a half slash four out of five because all of the reasons you mentioned and um, the design of it. I kind of don't like the design of it and how big it is. <laughs> yeah, I like the design, but it is just a little too big. And you know they're going to redesign it eventually and make a smaller one. So it's just a matter of when. And as you well know, Tim, if you have cats, don't stand <laughs> it up. <laughs> Lay it flat, it'll be safe. (laughs) 
mine is standing up and so far none of the cats have had any issues as far as walking by and knocking down or anything it's at a good spot where they don't really go to a lot so so far i've been good with it yeah me not so much uh <laughs> they, they, they are wondering what it is they're looking at it they're rubbing against the edge of it uh, but yeah uh, th- three and a half slash four uh, out of five. Uh, kind of looks like a melted ice cream sandwich. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> a giant ice cream sandwich, yes. <laughs> yeah, a giant ice cream sandwich. Um, but yeah, that's it for us. Uh, that's our show. Uh, go to batmanuniverse.net, facebook.com slash batmanuniverse, or add the tour handles at batmanuniverse. Shows Twitter handles at that podcast tim's twitter handle i will say it again because it's such a great day slash recording slash month uh, at tim g 311 two my, episodes in my, a row wow <laughs> yeah no my twitter handle is at incest banana uh rate and reviews on itunes and you can email the show at batfans without pants at gmail.com so like i said at the beginning of the show I say at the end of the show. <laughs> uh, I, I, I can't believe I <laughs> screwed that up or whatever. <laughs> You're just too excited to get talking about the PS5. That's all. Yeah. Like we say at the end of every single episode, Tim. We love each and every one of you with all of our dual, dual sensing hearts. <laughs> what you going to say? PS5 being hearts. <laughs> I like how dual sensing sounds better. Dual sensing. Yeah. We'll see you guys next time. See you next time, everybody. Yeah, bro, it's Friday.